0: Welcome to the SoFat music cast from Fat Walshy Productions. This podcast will be bringing local raw talent and their music to you in podcast land. Our aim is to bring an eclectic mix of people and hopefully introduce you to the wealth of talent from across South Wales. Cool. So, um, yeah, we're doing another special today um, after our last one with Dave Jones from uh, Space Lab. But today we have... Cardiff's answer to Jazzy Jeff, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. DJ Jaffa himself. Um, Jaffa has been around the Cardiff circuit for quite a while. Um, Just a little bit of his bio started back in 1986. Um, He's worked with legends like Grandmaster Flash, Ghostface Killer, Wu-Tang Clan, Snoop Dogg, um, and Public Enemy, just to name a few. 2001, he had the Best Hip-Hop DJ at the Welsh Music Awards and he has also been nominated for best DJ this year at the Cardiff Music Awards, and I think he might have won it previously.
1: I won the first one when it wasn't like an award ceremony; it was a, a live YouTube stream.
0: Nice, well, <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, also, he does keeps his hand in you know with uh, his podcast, this, that, and a third, uh, which is also on Radio Raps, um, and he does an underground hip hop show.
1: Um, yeah, every week is it? It's every other week every on uh, Rapties Radio. It's uh, radio station in paris oh sweet um and also
0: if that wasn't enough resident at peppermint in town and also disco motel yep which uh, get around cardiff quite a bit
1: yeah and it's all just just good. anywhere else anyone anyone will have me
0: oh mate always <laughs> happy to have you in always happy um so yeah thanks again for coming in today no man problem, really appreciate it um a little bit about what i wanted to talk was um with the last show we did, um, I said we had Dave Jones in, yeah. um, and we started talking about how things were, where you played, and the Cardiff scene, and where that took off. And I Joe, that's a great idea. And obviously, with Dave being a bit of a, a you know a house head and whatever, but yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. being in with the hip hop scene, the R and B scene, um, yeah, I just wanted to get your input on it as well, mate, and just see what you think. Like, I mean, obviously, I said you got involved in 1986, wasn't it? So, but how did you start off? What was Back um, then, what had kicked you into it?
1: Well, I, I started like through, through break dancing. Basically, I got into hip hop, um, loved the music, and then one Saturday afternoon, uh, these boys from Bristol came down, and a load of boys from Cardiff had gone up to Bristol the night uh, the weekend before, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you come down to Cardiff and we'll battle you, and you know we'll we'll kick your ass, basically, and all this." And I am like, "Yeah, yeah, okay," and then. They turned up. The boys who went to Bristol the weekend before were nowhere to be seen, and it was me, my mate Chrissy Stevens, and uh, my mate Mark Allen. who ended up battling these these b boys from Bristol. Um, Did you win? No, we got our asses kicked, but they had a bit of respect for us for because we stood up to them and all that, and and they were like, "Oh, where can we go now?" And at um, at the time. There was a place in Newport called Maskell's. Um, it was a roller skating rink. And every Saturday afternoon, they'd open it up for B-Boys. I, I, I can't remember for the life of me who the guy was who was playing the music. But we said, oh, and Maskell's. So we we ended up going up there. Um, and it was basically Cardiff and Bristol V, everyone else in there. And then we won. Nice. But um, after that, then, I... I got me and my mate chrissy he said oh you know come down to bristol come and hang with us in bristol and practice and that so we were still in school i was like 14 at the time and same age chrissy was uh, 14 as well so this is back in the day with no mobile phones nothing like that so i come home from school on a friday the good days yeah come home from school on a friday get a train to bristol um go down to st paul's and basically stay in st paul's and easton all weekend staying at these different guys' houses and stuff. Um, and through that, then they started taking us to parties. Um, they take us to like Wild Bunch parties. Uh, Wild Bunch were like Massive Attack. They, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were Massive Attack before they were Massive Attack. Um, it's like Delhi G and Milo, um, all of them, No Mushroom and that. So we'd go to all these parties and that's that's when I first fell in love with DJing, because I see these guys. It's like the first time I um, I remember going to St Paul's Carnival one year, and um, you know when I, this is when I was still go hang out and break dancing and that, and uh, I saw the Wild Bunch backspinning uh, this record called LP is President, and I'd never I've never heard it. It had only just come out on Zakia Records, which is like a very underground label in this, in New York. No one had heard it. They they stick like little bits of cardboard over the label so you couldn't see what it was no is that like and eric b and rakim yeah Eric b Rakim. that's his first ever record ah, okay and it was like they were signed as akia records and then it, they got, it got picked up later on by fourth and broadway but um i saw that i saw him backspin in that two copies of the same record i thought what the hell is this record one and then looking at it, i was just like amazed at the skills and then on the same carnival um the guy who I sang around with up there, his name's Dennis Murray, went, uh, went on to be DJ Z Groove. It's like jungle okay. DJ and all that. Um, and he has started DJing. And he, he, I basically stood in front of the decks while he was DJing at the, at the carnival. And he was backspinning um, two copies of the same record, which was uh, headline news by Midnight Star. And at the beginning, it, starts, it sort of goes, extra, extra, read all about it, and goes into a beat. And he was just doing that back and forth, like extra, extra, and I just blew my mind. I was just like, "Oh my god, I want to do this!" And then I ended up getting two turntables, which were crap. Basically, (laughs) they they had a little dial for the pitch console, no lock-in pitch on them. Luckily enough, they were direct drive. I didn't know what direct drive was at the time. I just, I just want new turntables. So I got two of them. and I got a phonic mixer, I think it was, which was you needed like half a bottle of WD-40 for the crossfade to actually move. Um, and just locked myself away in my bedroom for a year or so. I'd go out, you know, obviously I'd go to work and stuff. This is where I got a bit older, obviously. I was yeah, working yeah. and stuff now. I had YTS scheme and all that sort of thing. But um, yeah, and then I'd go into town. And because of what I'd seen, I was buying like two copies of the same record. I buy like two copies of um, Rocksteady by Rufa Franklin or something like that, or two copies of whatever hip hop records. I remember bumping into people in town and they were like, why are you wasting your money buying two copies of the same record? And they just couldn't get, and I was like, well, you'll you'll see. Sort of. yeah. Um. It's like, if you look through my collection now, I've got a massive vinyl collection and it's all like double copy. <laughs> well, not all of it, but there's a lot of double copies. Um. Yeah, and I just sort of locked myself away. And then a mate of mine, Leroy Bishop, and um, my other mate, Akko, and a few other people as well, they were, they were like, look, we should put a jam on, you know, put at, like grassroots. We used to go to grassroots community centre. Yeah. So they said, oh, you know, we should put a jam on grassroots. And I was like, yeah, okay, no problem. We'll do something. But before that, they said, oh, you know, we'll we'll try and... I try to get something going and um, a friend of mine from St. Melon's her dad used to run a donut stall at the end of Queen Street it's right at the end the not the castle end the other end of Queen Street um, it's called Rudy's Donut Stall and, funny enough uh, where Peppermint is now probably no 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 that's Peppermint's in Mill Lane this is Queen Street oh it's right, okay. right, yeah, right yeah. Yeah. you know where Sainsbury's is in Queen Street yes right at the end opposite there ah right that okay. was, that I always they, get those too much yeah man. there was um, a donut stall there and it was my friend's um, dad, Rudy, this old Jamaican guy. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, come set up in the in the doorway next to it. He was like, the doorway, and I, yeah, okay. So we all got together, got my, all my stuff, got a table and all that. i hired a little PA and we set up on a Saturday afternoon. And there was everyone there and it was just like all the boys and that. And it was just like playing all like Schooly D record and all this. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> was just like, so that was like the first one I did. Um, and the police came along and said, oh, you ain't got a permit for this. And all the boys are like, oh, maybe I'll go and tease something now, then, isn't it? No <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and you know the police went. Me we just turn the music back on again. Uh, a friend of mine, well, he's a friend now. I didn't know who the hell he was back then. It's yeah. a Guy called DK. Um, he basically grabbed the mic because I had a microphone there. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any rappers in Cardiff. I didn't know. I just like, sh- shut yeah. myself away, DJ, but whatever. So I took a microphone and I was just mixing his tunes. And then all of a sudden I heard this voice go over the PA. I was like, what the hell's that? I looked up and there's DK on the microphone. So I was like, right. I had two copies of Schooly D, Put Your Feelers On. Backspinning that, back and forth. Just kept the beat going. And he was just spitting over the top of it. And after that, then that was it. Then the boys were like, yeah, we definitely got to do something. So we got into grassroots. Um, This guy, Mark, who used to basically look after the PA and stuff like in there in yeah, the yeah. studio and that. He was like, yeah, we'll we'll open it up on a Saturday. We'll get a PA out. You can bring your decks down, set up. Um And the first one we did he thought, oh, it's not going to be that many people there. And it was pretty full Saturday afternoon. There was people, there's boys coming down from like Cumbran and Newport and all places like that. We had um my mate Leroy was he was like the MC of the of the event, just not not rapping, but yeah, just sort yeah. of M- the MC. I was just, things yeah, ticking over. I was the DJ and I was just like shitting myself I was just sort of <laughs> <laughs> <it's Yeah>. my <laughs> first sort of proper gig I was thinking, but um and then there was uh like graffiti artists did the flyers. We had B Boys coming down, there's rappers, like my my mate Eric, Eric Martin, he basically went on to be in Technotronic and stuff, but um like he came down, there's DK it was Rich um my mate Richard Smith. He was like about in I think he was about ten or eleven at the time he came <laughs> down, he was he was rapping and that. He was like this cool kid and he was like in this all this like um fresh Adidas gear and because his dad lived in the States so he just sent him stuff over and he was just like, Oh my nice. god, look at him like, and he'd get on and spit and yeah, it was it was a good sort of idea. And then we did that first one. We'd all hyped them, we're like, right, this is it now, we've got to do it and do more of them. Um and I know if you remember A TV program called Get Fresh It used to be on On Saturday morning Might Yeah roughly Right Well They were in Cardiff Filming And uh, they were at the, the old ice rink Which is yep. in, in the town Yeah And it was on which July
0: th- where John Lewis is Yeah yeah, yeah That's yeah. it That's the last one Yeah I'm just trying To figure um, it out now Because it's changed so much you know, man. Tell
1: me about it But um, yeah They were there And it was July the 4th So uh, American Independence States And they wanted to do Like graffiti Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it ended up being all my mates, or like Leroy, Ako, all the like, like best graffiti artists in Cardiff at the time, and it was yeah. like they did a wall, and right at the end of the wall, there was me set up on my decks, but because of licensing, like they, I couldn't play any records, so I had a drum machine, so I was just just putting beats through the, through the speaker <laughs> of this drum machine, just scratching over the top, and then Eric, and then uh, Eric and um, DK were down. And they were just they were just rapping away and all that, so we did that, and then we just told everyone to say It was like, look, we're having a jam in Grassroots after this. So after it's finished, we run back, set up. Thought oh, no one's going to turn up. Open the back door. Next thing you know, there was hundreds of people just yeah. coming in. It was just like packed out, and it was it was just amazing. It was just like the best jam we had. Yeah, everyone was there. There was this guy Tucker from Cumbran jumped up on the mic, you know, and basically like people say now like I did not know at the time cuz I didn't know what else was going on but people sort of say now oh yeah that was that, their first experience yeah. of hip hop in Cardiff thank you DJs to this make make a clap to this
2: make
3: a clap this. Make a clap to this make 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 a fake a clap to this I never let the mic magnetize me no more, but it's biting me, fighting me, inviting me to rhyme. I can't hold it back. I'm looking for the line, taking off my coat, clearing my throat. The rhyme will be kicking it till I hit my last note. My mind remains a fine, all kind of ideas. Self-esteem makes it seem like a thought took years to build, but still say a rhyme after the next one. Prepared, never scared, I'll just bless one. And you know that on am the soloist, so Eric B, make him clap to this. Make make, make him, make him clap to this. Make, make, make a, make a clap to this. Make a, make a, make a clap, make a clap, make a clap, make a clap to this. Make a clap to this. Make to this. Make, a, make Make, make, a, make, a, make a clap to this. Clap, 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 I don't bug out a chill or be acting ill. No tricks in 86, it's time to build. Eric be easy on the cut, no mistakes allowed. Cause to me, MC means move the crowd. I made it easy to dance to this. But can you detect tech what's coming next from the flex of the wrist say indeed then i proceed because my man made a mix every beat he won't need no band-aid to fix and fingertips so my am tooth, there's no rhymes left i hurry up because the cut'll make a bleed to death but he's kicking it because it ain't no half-stepping the party is live the rhyme can't be kept inside of me Erupting just like a volcano it ain't the everyday style of the same old rhyme because i'm better than the rest of them every b is on the cut and my name is rock Kim
4: make a big clap to this make a big clap to this <laughs>
3: to this make a make a clap to this make a clap make a clap make a clap, clap to this make 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 a make a make clap take a make a clap go we'll get a girl against so decided you've been invited to a quiet storm but now it's out of hand because you told me you hate me and then you asked what have i done lately first you said all you want is love and affection let me be your angel and i'll be your protection take it out buy you all kinds of things make a make a make a, make a clap to this call the attitude you need food to eat up i'm scheming like i'm dreaming on the couch with my feet up you scream i'm lazy you must be crazy thought i was a donut you tried to glaze me. make a big to this make a big crack to this make a clap this make a big make a big crack, make a crack, make a clap make a clap to this this but can you detect tech what's coming next from the flex of the wrist saying indeed, then i proceed cause my man made a mix if he bleed, he won't need no band-aid to fit He is on the cut, and my name is Rock Kim. make a plan to this.
0: I was thinking now we're where grassroots is um, on Charles Street, isn't it? And then on the the back of that though would have been the old market. Yeah. Which yeah. is where like now if
1: people walk through town you'll see it is like where grazing yeah. sheds and all yeah. those are and that's well, they've got all that used them. To be the old market. Yeah, well, they've got the studios and stuff now. It's like you know the the back door is going on to the market. Yeah. Well, the think it's the the studios and stuff that's in there. But it's all, they used to have a big that's in there. And that's where we used to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. yeah. Is it like? You Know it's it, they, they helped out so much, it was just like it, it was in charge us that much or anything, and it was such a focal point for it all, yeah. Um, but then after that, then we just got the bug. Um, but like I said, a lot of people have said to me, you know, that was their first like um, my mate Paul and my mate Lee. Uh, they 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 were really young, and they said they were just stood in the corner, just like buzzing their faces. I was like, oh my god, it's happening in our city, sort of thing, you know, and they were you know, quite young. Um yeah and after that we got asked there, was, there used to be um i don't remember do you remember the ritzy nightclub it used to be in it was it was went on to be like vision 2k and all that it was that, uh, yeah, that yeah, in Queen yeah yeah it
0: was it went on to a story of v2k
1: apocalypse yeah. yeah yeah. but it, it was called the ritzy back then and uh, they saw a funk and soul night on a monday night yeah and they asked us to um to perform there basically so I took my decks down there and they had like a, a DJ booth and then a, a, right across the dance floor then from the DJ booth was like a little performance area where they used to have like PAs there and stuff. Like I've seen like Olive, Oliver Cheaton there and people like that, you know. Um, so we set up there. Eric came down, DK came down. I'm Fordy from St. melons he came down and I was just backspinning beats and that was it. It was just like this... Mad raw hip hop show in the ritzy nightclub, which is like we thought it was big time at the, you know, at the time. It's yeah, like yeah. oh my god, you know, we're in a big nightclub and stuff. Um, after that, like Eric was the one he really got the bug, and he he had family in London, and he moved to London. Next thing I know, I got a phone call. Jeff, what are you doing? Nothing. Moved to London. Why? His brother um, was a boxer. And he had a manager who wanted to get into music. So he wanted to manage a rap group and get him signed. So we ended up going up, to, I ended up moving up to London. I was basically in my mother's house. I said, Mom, I'm moving to London this afternoon. Yeah, no problem. Right. So How I, times have yeah, changed. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I moved, moved up to London. Um, we ended up staying in our manager's flat or his brother's manager, staying in his flat for a bit. Um, We recorded a demo in the studio in New Cross. Uh, Shopped it around. And luckily enough, uh, there was uh, an A&R guy at Drive Records who was looking for artists to put on this hip-hop reggae compilation album. And because our demo sort of had a we had a reggae sample in there and stuff as well and it was yeah, like yeah. it was basically a hip-hop reggae crossover we got signed so we got signed to jive to do this uh just two tracks on this compilation and it was like us um the family quest uh also the wee papa girl rappers um i really can't remember the rest but oh my but, nice <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> yeah but um yeah and so we got two tracks on there and we we're buzzing we, we ended up doing demos all the time. We did some demos with um this producer called Master Mix who worked with um hard noise. Uh he was working he worked with Blade and people like that. Um so we did some demos with him. And then one of the tracks that we did for this compilation at the time, Jive were putting out these compilations called the Word compilations and it was all like the biggest sort of US Hip hop acts that were signed to Jive in the States because Jive in the States is nothing like Jive in Britain. It was just like they had KRS1, they had the Skinny Boys, they had Jazz Jeff and the Fresh Prince, all these big acts. Yeah, yeah. um And they were putting out the last one, which was a double album. And our track got picked up to go on this album. So we're on there with like tricor Quest's first records is on that compilation album. I think uh, like Jazz Jeff and the Fresh Prince are on there, Schooly D's on there. There's all these big acts on yeah, there, yeah. and it was only us, we Pappers and the she rockers, I think it was and I think we're the only three u k acts that are on there. That's amazing, yeah, um, but yeah, and then after that, then we had a two year contract the contract ran out. Eric ended up staying up there um I moved back to Cardiff um, when I moved back to Cardiff, then I started working in grassroots, yeah. Um, it's when they was first sort of getting the studio sorted. It was um, Paul Durant was the guy who was running it at the time Um, and I ended up working in there. He was teaching me bits and pieces about the studio, um, doing wiring and stuff, just basically building it up.
0: The the engineering sort of side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: But while I was doing that, I was getting mates in to do demos and stuff as well. (laughs) So it's like, you know, so I think like forty went in there and done a demo, um, Richard Smith went in there and done a demo. Um there's a few it was like um no Sean from Cochine. Yeah. Sean Like she sang on a track that I, that I produced down there. It was thinking back of it now, it was terrible, but you know, yeah, yeah but a, she but she used to go to the same school as me, so it's like I was oh, okay. I've been friends with her for years. So she was like, Yeah, yeah, I'll come down and do something. So she sang on this track and it was like
0: yeah, she's back in Cardiff in a couple of weeks, is not she? They yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But um,
2: yeah,
0: so if you got any backstage passes going, you know, just
2: give us a shout <laughs> like that. <it's laughs> no. no hay nadie más preparado que el jovencito de Super good, I told him I'm the one for the job. No commas, and I'm serious. Period. No commas. Wanna enjoy my family and my friends with no drama and stack till I'm delirious period no no ain't a dollar sign tag on some peace of mind jack we could take a louse we gonna get it right back we could take a louse we gonna get it right we could take a louse we gonna get it right yeah i could be your boss put game in your life or you could spin your wheels that chain off your bike these niggas on their heels, they in a fight I'm here to be my fam, they want their name in the lights Dipped the paint in my pain and illustrated my plight Gave it till I had nothing left, so I guess that I'm right Right until I don't see no wrong. hit to Rome on a flight Then it's bon appetit, there not be no bone in my swipe from bologna sandwiches, listening to Thelonious Gifted it like homie had a day on replay And grandma kissed him and said, man, to God You was made to withstand the odds Learn to play your cards, stay true to you and take charge I told him I'm the one for the job, no commas and I'm serious, period. No commas. Wanna enjoy my family and my friends with no drama. And stack till I'm delirious, period. No, no. Ain't no dollar sign tag on some peace of mind, Jack. We could take a loss, we gon' get it right back. We could take a loss, we gon' get it right. We could take a loss, we gon' get it right. They buying everything in my city lines. Huh? Property value rising, they gon' gentrify. This ain't rocket science, here let me simplify. We think we owners, but we only renters. Why? The system ain't broke, it's designed to keep us declining until we reach the bottom line. And can't see the sky swimming. And our misfortune is our vision and eyes glistening. Smoke, chill out. Remember our fallen peers, they listening. Hey, my nigga, chill out, smoke. Sorry, my dear, they eat that venison. Hey, nigga, shut the fuck up. With no remorse, resort to militants. Nigga, shut They'll up, shoot nigga. up the church, mosque of that temple what shit. Get us and we we'll shoot up ourselves while everybody aiming at a nigga like me Brown skin, kinky hair, walking in my night township ain't go about to belong to whitey Unless we buy this shit up and fry this shit up like snapper invest in our own I society. Told them I'm the one for the job, no commas. And I'm serious, period, no commas. Wanna enjoy my family and my friends with no drama And stack till I'm delirious, period. No, no, no commas, no drama. Worth the Tio Obama. Mama dijo, no te preocupes, mijo. You got it. You 'bout to blow. They had a no yo in tierra osama. Just keep on giving them cuts. Con las tijeras yo comma. No, no commas, no drama. Worth the Tio Obama. Mama dijo, no te preocupes, mijo. You got it. got to blow. They had a no yo in tierra osama. Just keep on giving them cuts. Con las tijeras yo comma, No commas, no drama. Worth
0: the Tio Obama. Yeah, it's like it's really cool that you like just been picking up on bits about the grassroots like i mean i like i said uh, previously i worked in grassroots i volunteered there as part of a course that i was doing um back in college years ago um and i know that it's it's a, quite a vital part really for a lot of people oh definitely um you know a lot of people that wouldn't get access to like you said the studio or um i think i remember they were like if some people were having problems with like housing issues or whatever, then they could use the grassroots address yeah. to get mail sent to or to set up a, it's a bank account. Where right? it so was it as well, so
1: much stuff. Um, I mean, is this, is it still around now? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's still around. I think um, Monkey Joel Joel Lippman. I think he he runs a studio down there now, or well, he works in the studio. but He's working with a lot of like young young kids and stuff, and well, I say young young adults basically, um, and like where the urban scene is so big in Cardiff now. It's like a lot of like MCs are going down there, singers going down there, crime artists, whatever, you know, and they're they're doing their thing down there. But it's always been the same. And it's it's I think where grassroots is as well, yeah. in the city centre, right? A city centre youth project. It's such a focal point. It's like, you know, we started out there doing jams, I came back from London studio, and then later on then, um I recorded a solo album in there. Of all like instrumental stuff and rappers I was working with and stuff and mm-hmm. um, my group urban poets as well um, we recorded our EP in there and stuff but but I think with the influence of grassroots I think that sort of helped with you know I was I was in working there in the studio for a bit and then left and all that and then I en- ended up in Saint Melon's. Um we there was me and Fordy and his sister and a few other people And we started this project called the underdogs yeah which was basically a youth based place uh youth based project um so it's all you drank all around you know, no it's this coffee <laughs> <laughs> um and it was all centered around hip-hop yeah it was like hip-hop dance MCing, djing the whole thing you know um there's artist artist johnny b who's just started up a new record label now um and he's just put out his first, first track off that. Um, but he did stuff way back in the day as well with Caltech, but he put a photo on his Instagram up, and it's from when I've, it's in the '90s sometime, yeah. but it was him on stage as like a real young kid, um, and me DJing for him. That's awesome. And you know I, I, And
0: do you remember the photo being taken?
1: I sort of remember the gig because it was like, I think it was at St. Man's Community Centre and we'd made a big deal out of it and it was all the kids and they were all there and they were, like, all the artists were going on stage doing their performances. We had dance routines and all sorts of things. Um, but it's like he's he sort of come from that. Um, my mate Nathan, who was in Urban Poets, uh, which was a, my, a group that I um, I produced for and DJed for, he comes from the underdogs. There's my mother mate Sparky, who does he he produces now. He's rapping, rapping for years. You know, he's from the underdogs. There's all yeah. these sort of people who who started out in that, and then basically that was started because I I pursue I, I I reckon it's because of the influence of grassroots. Because like Forty used to go to grassroots as well. Yeah, and, you know, and so the whole community thing, and I think. know with hip-hop as well it's always had a community sort of aspect to it yeah i was just thinking the same thing like i mean obviously
0: hip-hop lends itself to that because it's such an emotive um genre i suppose you know it's like when you've got mcs or rappers whatever and they're all you know a lot of their stuff is from their background their input yeah yeah, where they've come from yeah um and you obviously hip-hop lends it to that but with Grassroots specifically, do you think that that, that has a um I'm trying to think like a, a certain community itself, as in like because obviously you're saying about all these people that have been through grassroots and now that they're giving back to the community by going through it and doing all that again, yeah. which is amazing to see, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you don't really see that sort of like with house music or trance music or no, anything I, like I that. I think it's it is always
1: the hip hop, yeah. I think hip hop is because it's such it's like when you know when it first started out in the states in in the bronx and stuff it was all like you know repping your sort of way you, you know where you're from and stuff so yeah. it was like all the bronx and it's like they go to clubs and they'd be like oh it's the bronx and all that sort of things it was always like very tight com- communities and stuff so um but i think you know even then bring it over to like into the uk and it's like i know I know people in Bristol. I know people in London. All over the place, and they're all like they've all got their own little scene. Um, and then that sort of goes over into the grime scene. It's all like wrapping your ends and stuff. You know, it's like yeah, it's the same sort of thing. It, I think it's all the whole urban hip hop scene has all, always been very community community yeah. sort of focused. Um, yeah, I think I think cool. that's because as well. It's not. It's not that hard. Like I said at the beginning, you know, where where we just, I just put my deck, set my decks up, got some graffiti artists, do a few flyers and just had a party. It's yeah. not that hard to do. And you get a little community of people together and they can do anything like that. And then, but then all the derivatives of hip hop, it's like where, you know, like jungle and, and drum and bass, that all sort of comes from hip hop. Yeah. You know, and but then you see, you saw all these like jungle raves and stuff like that, and all the way back, it's it's all it's all connected. You know, it's it's, I mean, but going back to grassroots, I think where it is, yeah. in the city centre, has a lot to do with it. The openness of the staff and the people to to sort of, you know, it's just take people in basically and just yeah. like whatever they want to do to sort of get them focused and get them get you know there's a lot of kids who are from trouble backgrounds and stuff who went there and for them to focus on something positive and for having to have it in the city center you know yeah. smack bang in the middle of cardiff is brilliant
0: yeah i mean that was that was one thing that struck me as well when i was working there well i not working there i say but like volunteering there yeah um was the diversity of people that were coming through the door um, and nobody was turned away at all, no. yeah, you know, it's, and that was a new thing for me because coming from like, from my background was sort of outside of Cardiff. So it was like, you know, like, um, I suppose you would call it American suburbia, you know, like it was kind of like the yeah, service yeah, yeah. of like, we're growing up in my area. It's like, I knew everybody and we all had, we all had our houses and our like their families, 2.4 children and all that sort of stuff. And going to grassroots was a complete eye opener for me, um, of, because of this cross section of div- you know this diverse cross section of yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm like I'm not amazed, but I'm so grateful that it is still going. I mean, I don't have any input in it now, but I can see how much how beneficial it is for things like that to be available. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, in in the Vale, local Morgan, like in Barry and Cardiff, um uh this bus that goes around i can't remember exactly but it's got like like decks on it and you can go in and do do things like that i think um another charity thing like breaking the bay um i've seen it yeah, yeah, there and things like yeah. that which, which we'll come to in a bit um but that's the thing yeah. like
1: um they had like back in the day it was um community music wales yeah did the same sort of thing as what you're saying with the bus going around, is but we'd do workshops at like community centers all over all over the place all over wales end up going to um my cousin's school in risco once and she's like they had like you know they have maths english and then they have a dj lesson <laughs> it was mm-hmm. just a bit weird she'd walk into the classroom and it was like her and her friends and is that your yeah. cousin like, yeah. yeah but um sandwich yeah. it right between religious yeah, education yeah and basically uh, <laughs> we do things like that and then we do like we go up to the valleys and at the time it was like they were all into sort of like hard house and stuff like that. So I, and I was doing like, um, uh, music technology, but back then music technology was like, uh, Atari computer and Cubase and stuff like, and just like a couple of samplers and stuff. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know what an Atari is, yeah, Google it. it. Yeah, that's it. Google <laughs> it. But um, yeah, so we went out there. I remember sampling some Mary J. Blige vocal and speeding it up, and then making some beats and making some like hard house tracks with them and stuff yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like sort of te- uh, sort of gabba techno and stuff. It's <laughs> just like oh, crazy, but but yeah, you know. And I I remember one time we went to Swansea and there was this girl there, and she was just she just didn't want to get involved at all. And she was just sitting back, sitting back. And then right at the end, her, I said, look, you've been here all day. You've been watching. Why don't you have a go? Don't want to. Go on, have a go. Oh, go on then. I'll have a go. What have I got to do? Show her what to do. And she was like backspinning beats within like 10 minutes. And I was just, like, why the hell were you sitting there all that time? Yeah. And she'd never done it before. She was just naturally gifted and very dexterous and just sort of like being able to do it. And I was just, like, But when you see things like that, it's just like, amazing. I was telling yeah. the youth workers, I said, look you know, you need to get decks up here or something like that and because she's, they were saying that, you know, she was sort of a bit of a like a, a, a new and all that. that. She ah, okay. was just like really playing up all the time but I said, look, get her focused on that because she's she good at it. Yeah. By the end of it, she did want, didn't want to get off the decks so it's like, you know, do it. But yeah, but that's that's the you know, same sort of thing. It's like you are saying about that bus that goes around. Yeah.
0: Know. We'll check out then our grassroots is on Charles Street yeah. Um, in town, which is sort of down the side of Bob, just by the church, isn't it? By Marks, um, Marks and Spencer's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of it. area, the yeah. job centre. In fact, it's next to the job centre. Just is there. It? Oh. Yeah. I, I,
1: anyway. I don't know where the job centre is. <laughs> of,
0: sorry. No, you haven't had have to. I, I'm a <laughs> DJ. Who needs to go to a job centre? I've got a job. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, say, going back to the community stuff, it's, it's great to see that it's, it's still out there. You know, it's, it's great for people to have like a, an outlet of it.
5: Okay, party people in the house. You're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. Yes, it's the original human beatbox. Dougie Fresh and his partner, the Grand Wizard, MC, Ricky, D.D., and that's me in the place to be. And we're going to show you how we do it for 85 Kick It Live, all right? Because um, I got a funny feeling um, you're all sick of all these crab rappers biting their rhymes. Because I'm their backstabbers But uh, when it comes to me and my friend Doug Fresh There is no competition Because we are the best Finesse and press which we prove And y'all will realize that we are the move So listen close um, So you all don't miss As we go a little something like this Hit it Oh yeah You know what? La-di-da-di, Lottie, la-di-da-di, Lottie, Lottie. 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 You know what? Your peep is la di We like the party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We're just some men that's on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic. Right. For all of y'all, keeping y'all in health Just to see you smile and enjoy yourself Cause it's cool when you cause a cozy, cozy condition And uh, that we create Cause that's our mission So listen uh, to what we say Because this type of shit, it happens every day I woke up around 10 o'clock in the morning I gave myself a stretch A uh, morning yawning mm. Went to the bathroom to wash up Had some soap on my face and my hands upon a cup I said, um uh, Mara, Mara on the wall Who is the top choice? Of them all. There was a rumble dumble, five minutes it lasted. The mayor said, You are, you conceited bastard. But that's true, that's why we never have no beef. So then I washed off the soap and brushed the gold teeth. You thought I love Olay because my skin gets pale. And then I got the files for my fingernails. Due to the night, and on my behalf, I put the bubbles in the top so I could have a bubble. Oh Clean, dry was my body and here. Uh, I threw on my brand new Gucci underwear uh, for all the girls I might take home. I got the Johnson's baby powder and the polo cologne. Fresh dress like a million bucks. Threw on the ballet shoes and the fly green socks. Stepped out my house, stopped short. Oh no. I went back in. I forgot my can go and then I dilly Dally. I ran through her. Alley. I bumped into my old girl Sally. from the valley. This is a girl plays hard to get. So I said What's wrong? Cause she looked upset She said It's all because of you I'm feeling sad and blue You went away And now my life is filled with rainy days And I love you so How much you'll never know Cause you took your love away from me <laughs> now what was I to do? Just crying over me and she was feeling blue I said, no, don't cry, dry your dry. eye Here comes your mother with those two little guys Her mean mother stepped up, said to me hey. Sally in the face and decked her in her eye Punched her in the belly and stepped on her feet <laughs> Slammed the child on the hard concrete The bitch was strong The kids was gone Something was wrong I said what is going on I tried to break it up I said stop it Leave her She said if I can't have you She can't, can't either She grabbed me closely by my socks So I broke the hell out Like I had the chicken pox But She gave chase She caught up quick She put her finger in the face of MC Rick She said why don't you give me a plane So we can go cruising in my OJ And if you give me Is that okay? I give you all my love today Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Can't you see? Somehow your words just hypnotize me And I just love your jazzy ways Oh, MC Rick, my love is here to stay And on and on and on She kept on The bitch been around before my mother's born I said, cheer up I gave her a kiss I said, you can't have me I'm too young for you, miss She says, no, you're not Then she starts crying I says, I'm 19 She said, stop lying I says I am <laughs> go ask my mother, and with your wrinkle pussy, I can't be your lover. <laughs> to the tick tock, you don't stop. To the tick tick, and you don't quit. Hit it.
0: Just a to know about breaking the Bee Obviously, you mentioned that. Yeah, a yeah, ago, yeah. Breaking the Bee Um,
1: usually in the Millennium Centre, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Every year. Um, B I mean, They didn't have I don't think they had it last year. Um, but but yeah, I've been there not from the exact start, but, you know, from like, a couple of years in, I've done a good few years of them there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, my mate Slamo and um, Jason Camilleri who works down there, like, they, um, like, they're the ones who basically got me involved. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, like, because back in the day, you know, like I said, I was a B-boy and all that, so, and I ended up buying the records about all the breaks and stuff like that. Yeah. So, it you know, it was sort of inevitable that I'd do, some b boys, b-boy, b-boy yeah, yeah. dj at some point um i did stuff with Slamo. he did like slam jam and stuff like that um at the i think slam jam was at the community center um we did stuff in the muni in uh as well um and then breaking in the bay and you know breaking the bay down in yeah Cardiff, so. so i remember i saw you in um, barry island as well they did what yeah yeah that there. was well that was through Slamo as well there was um i can't remember what it was called but yeah there was yeah, yeah, it was Dolphin. something yeah. similar down there, would not yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, think to... I did. I've done two, two of them. So yeah. yeah, that was that was good.
0: Yeah, it was quite interesting. So um, my son used to go to like dance class, like you know, same as everyone does. And he yeah, actually yeah. he went down to break in the bay. Um, he'd only been breaking for like I don't know a couple of weeks, literally. And he went down. And he was part of this. Um, did had a, a competition down there, yeah, and the guys yeah. that they were up against it was like him and a guy from his a kid from his class. Um, you know they were like eight, <laughs> and then they were taking on these guys that yeah. were like twenty five, and it was like, yeah, they didn't win. But it yeah. was it was cool. But that's another like, you know, side. It's like what you're saying we're saying about so community.
1: Good. It's like that's another side of the community. Like, the b boy community. It's like they'll do something like that. They'll have like sort of guys going against kids and stuff like that. You know, and they they think it's brilliant because they, you know they're getting the youth involved and it's the next generation and stuff it's like it's this b-boy um b-boy Louie and like i remember him when he was really young get starting out and he's going around the country just battling and stuff now and he's you know, yeah and that's all from when he first saw it and you know when he was when he was young and it was like um, my mate Quam, who i've known for years i've been i was in a band with him and stuff but like he's like an elder statesman of b-boys in cardiff sort of thing yeah. yeah, and uh but he's he's he teaches. He's, he used to teach on Cartage Community Center, um, and he's, he's I think he's got some other teaching jobs at other places. I think he does one in Newport and stuff like that. But he takes his kids then to all these events, and like he'll get them into little crews and sort of get experience in battling and that. But it's it's all good. it's all fun, Do you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. It's not it never gets heated or anything like that where the kids are there and stuff. It's like I have seen battles get heated, but that's, <laughs> that's but not but, story. but not, not with the not with kids and stuff. It's, I mean, no, that's, that's that that's was
0: like I said, that was one thing that that took me as well. Again, the, the sense of community, um, yeah, yeah, and the I was just looking at it, thinking, oh my god, these guys are like 25. They've been probably breaking for decades, and the stuff that they were doing was just like, oh my god. And then my son's been here like a few weeks, but yeah. but yeah, it was really cool. to I
1: I can't do any of that anymore. I remember the last time I did. Something um it was years ago now. And there was this crew in Cardiff called the Up Rock Addicts and th- th- this uh like Quan was in the Up Uprock Addicts. there was uh Bryce who does the um he does graffiti now. And there's a few other people. And they they were doing a um a dance festival in Liverpool and they were they were one short. They were like, Oh Jeff, can you do it? And I was like, Yeah, I'll go on in, I'll do it. I can still do bits and pieces And um I remember we we performed, and I did a windmill into a backspin, into a headspin, and I had a hat on, this, like, sort of beanie-type hat, and the floor was quite sticky, so I I was spinning round, but the hat was staying in the same place, I took the hat off, and it twisted skin off the top of my head, I was like, that's it, I'm done. See, I thought like, I I can just shaved your head. I didn't realise that was the reason, man. Yeah, that's the reason I tell everyone it's breakdancing now. It's, <laughs> it's, all, it's old age. <laughs> but no, but it did I, I had like a big friction burn right in the middle of my head. And I was like, nah, I'm done. That's just it. Tell and people that's yeah, your halo, man. Yeah. I uh, I haven't I haven't done anything. Like every now and again, it's like Slamo called me down once at one of the events. He's like, Come on, everyone wanna see Jabba Do a Wimble? I was like, shh. <laughs> and <I was> gritted teeth, cursing him out. I did a little bit, and it went back on the decks again. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I sort of always kept my hand a little, yeah. doing a little bit. I could do, I could do a rim and do bits and pieces. But for years now, I haven't done anything. I just no. can't. My mate Chrissy, uh, Chrissy Jenkins, he he reminded me the other day. He's like, "Oh, I remember when you got drunk in Germany and you just did a little bit of breaking?" And, uh, and he said, "He, I got a scar on my shoulder, from." Mm. Like when you do windmills, like I used to roll off the front of my head, but sometimes if you put your head forward, you whack the side of your head and it sort of throws you off balance. And that's what I did when I was in Germany and I and it was on concrete and I whacked my shoulder and the skin just went off. <laughs> I was like and I every time i do a windmill after that then I'd if I just skimmed it, I was like, Oop, blood. It yeah. like, oh, it's terrible. But Oh, but yeah, man. he was just reminding me, he was like, oh, you were drunk and you were doing it. That would be some cracking YouTube footage. Yeah, well, no. Luckily, <laughs> luckily YouTube was not around at the time. <laughs> yeah, this this is before mobile phones you can record everything. Oh, uh, no, this is like... You yeah, sure it's not on some disposable camera somewhere? It's, do you know what? Some Kodak moment. There's, it was when, it, this was years ago, we went, I had a crew called the Shawnee's, which was, it was me, uh, 4D, my mate Sparky, who I've mentioned before, um, and Nathan, who I mentioned before, um we had a group called the Shawnees, and we ended up going to um this festival in stuttgart and there was um a group called backbone which was chrissy jenkins who's a producer and engineer in cardiff it was his group and another person i met before sean sean evans she was singing with backbone and there was um this guy called free J. Uh, who does like community stuff, but he did it like in Ely and, and I think it was down Grangetown and stuff like that. Um, he took a group of kids over as well for this festival. So there's a big sort of group of people from Cardiff over there and someone had a video camera and was videoing everything. Um, I had a copy of it and it's just lost. I haven't got a clue where it is. I'd love oh, to no find way. it now and just rip it, but it's... Yeah, I was talking to my mate Marcus because he was one of the kids who went... At the time, he was a kid. He's not now. He's, like, a producer and stuff now. But um, I saw him on my on his birthday, actually. He went to see Children of Zeus. I took my daughter and... Uh, he was saying to my daughter. He was saying, "Oh yeah, remember we were over in Germany and I was on the decks and I was thinking oh, I was bad and I was a wicked DJ." And then your dad jumped up and I felt like so small. <laughs> <He's coming> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> a lot of things used to be happening in Germany
0: because it was meant to be a local podcast. We've, yeah. we've uh, gone over to Stuttgart well, we went out over now.
1: twice. We went over to Stuttgart for this festival and then we went over. Um, I don't know how it happened, but the guys, obviously rappers. Um, they, someone got in touch with him who was a writer and loved how they put their lyrics together. And he ended up paying for us to go to Germany and sit down with him and talk about our lives and, you know, basically like the podcast, but he was a writer and he wanted to put it in a book. Um, while we were over there then, I ended up DJing in this club called the Akoud Club. Um, it was like the number one hip-hop club in Berlin. And it was basically like... Imagine going up to Loudoun Square Flats and then going down to the basement. That was the club. No way. Yeah. And then the first floor was the toilets. (laughs) It was so weird. It was like uh, a block of wood sort of nailed to the wall with all these optics on it and makeshift bar, uh, graffiti all over the place. And luckily enough, it was like, there was this one tune by Gemini the Gifted one. And it was like, massive in berlin at the time every time anyone played it, it it'd go off like it was a huge tune and i had it but i had a remix of it and i played it in the club and it was like oh my god ah! people just yeah. kicking it up. I was like, oh god, okay <laughs> but yeah we stayed up and we, we ended up going hanging around with some graffiti artists and producers and stuff like that and making some contacts over there but yeah it, you know that was that was a good time and that wasn't an, back to community again they had this um, community space over there. It was, like, a cafe. Yeah. And they called it the hip... I think it was just called the hip-hop shop or something like that. And it was all, like, kids would go in there who, who were graffiti writers, and they'd have, like, pads of paper and pens and stuff. like. And uh, they'd be selling mixtapes, CDs. Anyone could sell their mixtapes in there. There was decks set up in there. And it was just, like, a community space, but it was a coffee shop. Nice. It was... Yeah, it was brilliant. It was, it was so, you know, never community sort of based thing but yeah. it's like seeing that over there and then, you know and then sort of thinking oh yeah you know that's grassroots is sort of like that as well yeah it just shows how community is a big part of it I got so like a I
4: got a what you want I'm giving dance, so what you want so what you want My ghetto pop line Hotter than a hot. I'm giving bitches good shit. So what you want? So we ready to pill for real without no hesitation nitty bustin' the steam hey, hey, so what you want i got a bullet in the clip so what you want i got a lyric i got to spit so what you want i am giving bitches good shit so what you want hey hey so what you want i got a bullet in the clip so what you want i got a lyric i got to spit so what you want i am giving bitches good shit so what you want hey hey so what you want i'm a old the flesh. True to Giving birth to these young seeds. The East New York best style, nigga. Do or die. I was aiming for his head. It went through his eyes. Pimp, nigga, Goldie Shack. Super fly. Mixed with a little curly cheese. Cruely high. Mommy, how you gonna move? This is you and I. Pardon me a second, dude. You better get a line. Confrontation time, get a line or spit around. I ain't looking for no beef, but I will apply. I'm kind This so on what you want I'm giving bitches good taste So what you want Hey hey so what you want
0: Obviously a lot of what we've, we've talked about has been like back in the day, um, I suppose, but um, like going to now in Cardiff, like, yeah, how do you think is has it changed? Like, as in the community aspect of it, has it changed? Has it become bigger um, or or anything like that? I mean, obviously, we got like to think grassroots it, are still yeah. around
1: to be honest. I think it's got bigger, yeah, only because of. One one aspect is social media. It's easier to sort of connect with people now. Yeah. You know, back in the day, it's like we'd sort of jump on a. I like when I was younger. We'd, me and my mate Daz, we'd jump on a bus with a big ghetto blaster, a you know, day day ticket, just travel around Cardiff, and that's how I got to know people. just yeah. By doing that, now you can sort of get online. You, you can sort of get in touch with like minded people in your own city. And you know that's that's how it's like. There's um, I was it, the urban done differently night. There's so many people performing there, and it, you know, the, and it's it's yeah, yeah. such a good sort of sort of community spirit there. Yeah. Everyone's supporting it. It's like Lady laser, laser Rage, and that. It's like they're supporting all the women and getting all the women in um around Cardiff involved in all these different nights and stuff, and pushing for like fifty-fifty representation, which is brilliant. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, but there's so many... It's, there's, it's weird because there's so many people doing things like in little groups, but they're all... Everyone seems to be connecting. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like, whereas before, when there was no social media, it was very hard. If you were doing something over there and we're doing something over here, it's very hard to sort of connect. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, a lot of it was getting out, doing the footwork, you know, going into town and like back in the day you look at people's trainers if they had like fat laces in it you're like, oh you're in hip-hop oh i'm in hip-hop let's, let's connect, sort of thing but now i think it's, it's it's a lot easier to sort of connect which is a good thing obviously social media has this bad side as well but you know i think i think because of that one thing is uh it's you know it's the, the community has got much bigger yeah, so like instead of getting a day ticket, going up to
0: Liverpool and trying to find somebody, you can just have a yeah, scout through Facebook yeah, or yeah, yeah. Instagram or whatever. And
1: but it, it's like it's all you know. I'm saying that it's all well and good connecting through Facebook, but but now with these nights as well, they're yeah. they're popping up, where people are actually getting out and meeting these people they know online and stuff, and then they're working together and doing bits and pieces here and there, or whatever you know. And it's like you have got like um, the Play it Loud Studios in Newport, yeah. my mate Jamie who runs that. And like the amount of people I know from Cardiff who have gone up there to go through through there um is Stagger as well with his studio. Like Stagger's just like he's been around for years. He yeah. started out as a turntablist. You know, I remember doing jams with him back in the day and stuff. Went into doing dubstep. Uh I remember I was in I was DJing in China and um the, the one of the clubs I was DJing at it was this club called Mingus, and it was like six till six, open six in the evening, finish six in the morning. It was three of us: me, my mate DSK, and then the promoter. Um, but one of the guys in there, I was talking to, and he he was um, British guy who lived in China, and he was a dubstep promoter. he was like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've just," he said, "You're from the UK. I've just um, I've just booked this guy Stagger from the UK to come over and DJ. He's coming <laughs> over. He's coming over in a couple of days." I was like, Stagger? You know, ah, okay. <laughs> he's one <laughs> of my oldest mates, who's like, you know, known him for years and stuff. But yeah. you know, he's and now he's got his studio. I mean it's it's down just off Richmond Roadway. Oh um, right, okay. And seems like everyone goes through there as well. It's like you got a play at loud studio, you got Stagger Studio, everyone's everyone involved in the music seems to be going through those two places at the moment. I'm sure there's more, but yeah, because yeah. there's one over. on... Is it Kings Road as well? There's a studios over there. That doesn't seem to have been around that long.
0: Kings Road. Yeah, um, is there one in Kings Road in Canton?
1: I know there's rehearsal rooms there. I don't ah, know. It might I be the rehearsal yeah. rooms I'm thinking of then. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think like there's a the the studio studios. down the Pavilion as well. Okay. So, but it's everything. You know, it's it's all these little hubs. Yeah. But they're not just staying in those hubs. They they're sort of getting out and networking and stuff. So it, it's I I love it. You know. Yeah. It's, so. Going back, when you say about all these
0: nights and stuff, and like obviously people meeting up and that, how has like the nightlife changed then around Cardiff? Do you think that it's there are more of these little nights going on in little webs? But obviously with the recent closure of 10 Feet Tall, uh, Goody Who, um, and a few others, you know, the Buffalo Bar just sort of closing down and all those smaller places where people used to be able to just go, kick back, do their thing... Um, you know, they're closing now, so it's more of the, the bigger class. The only ones, I think, that are left now yeah, are over on Womanby Street, really. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got Tiny Rebel, you've got The Moon, which are great well, little think, venues. Um,
1: yeah, it's definitely hit the whole scene hard. It's, especially like Goody Who, you know, that was sort of a, a hub for so many artists, yeah. so many DJs, stuff like that. But I think The Moon has stepped up. Yeah. You know, the moon has definitely stepped up and said, look, you know, we can prove that there's this scene. And there's like, that's, there's all these nights going on in there now. I I think it's, you know, it's, it's only like, it's sort of a um, bit of a beacon of hope. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah, pick like, up to the moon. Yeah. Because... Right? Like I said, you know, like you said, Ten Feet Tall's gone. Like I, I, started DJing in Ten Feet Tall when it first opened years and years ago. I think I did. I was away on holiday the first Friday, it opened, and then I came back. I did the second, and I, I DJed upstairs in there for like six years. Yeah. Um, then downstairs for about another two, maybe three years, something like that. Um,
0: End of an era for you then, man.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of lot of memories there, but it is what it is it's a shame it's the same with Buffalo it's like I remember DJing in Buffalo before it was Buffalo I I did an all day there it was me my mate Paul B and my brother-in-law Mike um, this was back in the day before Serato before all of that it was just vinyl we started at yeah. mid, midday on a Sunday and finished at midnight and it was like crates of vinyl behind us <laughs> it just <laughs> like went all day is that um, where you got your uh, your award for longest DJ no, set? No, 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 no. That, I did that in Katae's community centre. Never community thing, see? Uh, yeah, yeah always comes back but, to the community, guys. Yeah, but I did that in... How was my daughter? now, it was about 16 years ago, I did that. Oh, so it was just to get out of the house with a screaming baby around, was yeah, it? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but no, it was... Because uh, I... I used to do a lot of like going from one job to the next and blah, 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 blah whatever, and staying awake for like 48 hours straight and stuff, which I s- still do now. <laughs> really. <laughs> but um, I heard about the world record attempt. Like and it was at the time, it was 74 hours wow. with the world record. And I thought, like, eh, maybe I can, you know, put a dent in that, just sort of give it a go. Um, I thought, oh, I'll do it in the community center bring attention to the community center and I did it for charity as well. I I did it for Amnesty international. I think I raised just over a grand yeah. for that. Um, so I did it in the cafe at the front of the taste community center. And then on the, I think it was on the Saturday night, we I got like, um, got bands and stuff to go in the main hall. So sort of bring more people in and stuff like that. But to this day, it's like, like I speak to like people like dregs and that and they're, they're like yeah that was just for the best part yeah <laughs> it's just like because I started on a Friday day and then and it was Friday night people would stay there quite late and then they go out clubbing come back still party all the way through I and mean, <laughs> it's like in. I remember speaking to the captain and he was saying like um he's saying mm-hmm. he remembers on a it was, it was Saturday morning on a Sunday morning I was just playing all this 80s soul really mellow 80s soul and you just you remember waking up to it and it was just like oh my god yeah I loved it insane <laughs> yeah um but then I just, I just I got to a point I did 70 hours in the end 4 hours off it was I'm pr- pretty gutted about but I I beat the British record I held the British record for about a year and a half two years something like that but I just got to a point and it was just like all my emotions just went out the window. They were just yeah, yeah. Uh, the BBC turned up outside with a van to film me. You know, someone said, "Oh, the BBC, yeah, to film." I was like, oh, oh, it burst into tears, and then <laughs> I was just laughing my head off. And I was just like, I was all over the place. I was like, "Yeah, this was in the days before Red Bull." No, I got sponsored by Red Bull. <laughs> oh man, I thought it was like before Red Bull. Oh. No, I got sponsored by Red Bull. Um, but I, we, we set up like a webcam. This just like, the, the internet was really crap back then but we set up a webcam so people could watch me and it was like Jonathan Moore from Cold Cut sent me a message and stuff and saying oh you know, good on you and all that and I got sponsored by Red Bull I got sponsored by like I got like uh, Lucy at Catapult gave me a t-shirt Catapult t-shirt to wear and there was fewer people gave me t-shirts to wear and stuff but it got to a point it was like I was started hallucinating and seeing people people's faces pushed up against the window and then look again and there was no one there and Oh, you, know, you, know, you know, like with cellophane, when you push your finger it sort of creases in cellophane? Yeah, yeah. I was like, every step I took on the floor, it seemed like the floor was sort of creasing like cellophane. Oh, uh, it was weird. And a mate of mine was talking to me and I sat on, sort of flapping my hand in front of my face. He was like, what are you doing? I said, getting this mouth away from me. He said, there's nothing there, mate. What are you doing? Flipping <laughs> But I had this massive sort of blood blister on my chin and all sorts. It just got, I, I got to a point where yeah, my God, oh, I should. felt like I was... I was dreaming, but I was wide awake and just, uh, yeah, it was, it was. No, man, bigger if than 70 hours, though, man, that's impressive. Yeah, it was mad because you have like every, I think you say like, eight, every eight hours, you have like 15 minute break. Yeah. But I had a friend of mine who worked for like the drugs council or something, something to do with drugs, and she got me all these like sort of tests because, cause in the rules, it's weird, in the rules, there's nothing about taking any drugs or anything like that, right? Right which is probably why it's like way over a hundred hours now. I'm, I'm just saying, but <laughs> it's like, um, so, yeah, nothing to do but, with the fact You but were I wanted, but I wanted, to, I wanted to prove, I was like, I didn't want people coming to me and saying, if I did it, I didn't want people saying, oh yeah, but you might've been taking this and that. So she gave me these things. Basically you go to the toilet, wait on it, and it tells you if you've got amphetamines in your blood system or not. Oh, right, so yeah. I wanted to prove. I was like, look, all I had was bread, bull and coffee. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Um, I too much red bull i think it's just like but anyway um
0: like an anti-drug pregnancy test sort of thing yeah basically basically yeah
1: yeah. yeah, basically that so i did that and yeah i ended up doing 70 hours british record and all that but yeah it was a good experience you know raised all that money as well yeah definitely but yeah never doing it again every time every time i (laughs) mention it to my wife i'm like oh maybe i know you're not Yeah, you haven't got the baby excuse anymore. Yeah. Kids grown up, man. Oh, tell me about it. But yeah,
0: what about um? Yeah, it's all good. Like, just thinking, I keep thinking about going back to all these hip hop scenes and stuff. Like, obviously, you're a resident in Peppermint, yeah. Um, and then next door you've got Soda, uh, where I know Monique is resident yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So obviously, two major like R and B DJs, hip hop DJs.
1: Um, does that scene seem to be more prominent now in Cardiff? Um, yeah, it's get it's getting, it. it's like back in the day, it was like sugar and spice was the big one, which is still going, you know, my mate Shaz was, he, I remember, I remember years ago, there used to be the Toucan the club. I'm, I was going back in the day, but it's like, but this Yeah, is, yeah. We've, we've talked about the yeah, Toucan yeah. club, but the Toucan club, um, I remember coming out of there and I didn't really know Shaz that well then. And he came up to me and was like, Oh, hi Jeff, I'm Shaz. Um, I've got this night starting, blah, 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 blah and it was like, oh, wicked, you know, I'll come and check it out and everything, but, and then that was the start of Sugar and Spice back in the day, and, and, and you know, he sort of taken the R&B sort of side of Cardiff and just blown it way open, you know, it's like, I don't think if Sugar and Spice hadn't started, they wouldn't be like all these R&B nights now, you know, it's, it's sort of paved the way for it all. Um, Yeah, because it does seem to be more prominent, like, I mean, you know, I, I mean
0: Those people know My sort of Go to genre Is trance House Dance That sort yeah, of thing yeah. um, um, Back in the day it Used to be Evolution Zeus um, Astoria Yeah You know All of those But it More It does seem to be
1: Quite R&B thing And again In the, in the charts as well Well that's um, I think it's just a reflection Of the charts To be honest A reflection of how You know My youngest daughter She's She's 13 She's hardly listens to american stuff yeah it's all uk stuff like j1 most people like that you know she loves all of that um then my my other daughter she's 17 and she listens to more of american stuff she listens to a bit of the uk stuff but she listens to more american stuff and then my oldest daughter she's 23 and her go-to is more of the american stuff so i think it, that just shows where the urban scene in the whole of the UK is basically growing. All these UK artists are coming out. So all the, yeah. you know, off the back of that, people want to hear sort of urban music, which is, it's like, you know, I've, de- I've DJed in Peppermint since, well, I've DJed there for about seven years, something like that, six, seven years. I think it's me and Killer Tom, um, where the, the oldest sort of, uh, not the oldest people, but the oldest uh, residents. Sort of res- yeah, <laughs> residents, not even residents. I can't. Just the old, we've been there the longest. Put it that way. Out of yeah, everyone, yeah. Um, the staff, the managers, everyone. Yeah, we're the oldest. <laughs> we've been there the longest. But you still look so youthful, but, mate. Wow. Well, mm. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's it started out. Downstairs was a bit of everything, whatever. Um, and upstairs was the urban room, which I played upstairs from the start. Um, every time I played downstairs, it was a bit of like play a bit of everything or whatever. But now it's like upstairs and downstairs seems to be more urban. Yeah. It's like upstairs I can get a bit deeper. Yeah, yeah. Downstairs, it's still, I'm playing, like, Afrobeats, I'm playing, like, all UK rap stuff, I'm playing, like, a lot, I'm playing, like, still playing, like, an old-school R&B, like, new-school R&B, but I can, you know, I I can't really go into any other genre downstairs because people want more sort yeah. of urban stuff, which, and like, you know, the, like, the emergence of Afrobeat over the last few years, Yeah, it's just gone through the roof. You know, I I seem to be playing loads more of that. Yeah. So you know, it's but I think like the emergence of all these urban, all these urban DJs and stuff. You got like, you got Blighty, you got Jigger, you got Monique, you know Fabian. Uh, you know, you've, you've got all these DJs yeah. coming up, and then the drum and bass scene in Cardiff it's it's always been big. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like every time I look, there's a new drum and bass night happening. And it's the, or you know, and it's it's like all these old school drum and bass guys are still playing out in the scene. Yeah, you know, it's it's brilliant. it's like so. I I just basically put that down. You know, it's all music at the end of the day. That's why I think this kind of scene is very healthy. Yeah, yeah. If people, you know, in want, general, or just on the hip hop side of no, things? no, hip hop R and B. The whole, you know, the whole scene, the whole urban scene, I, I really hate that word, but it is what it is, you know, that's the, that's yeah. the all-encompassing sort of thing. Um, But I, I think it is really healthy. Yeah. Even though, you know, people might not like how things are going in certain ways and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, if you look at it from when we first started, when we basically had to fight to sort of get recognition and stuff. Yeah. Now, it's like, you turn on Radio 1 and you're listening to tunes that would have been on pirate radio stations back in the day if they had come out then.
6: It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder how I keep from going under.
4: Thugs, pimps, and pushers in the big money makers driving big cars, spending 20s and 10s And you want to grow up to be just like them ha. Smugglers, scramblers, burglars, gamblers Pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers You say, I'm cool, ha. I'm no fool But then you wind up dropping out of high school Now you're unemployed, all non-void Walking around like your pretty boy Floyd Turn stick up, kid, but look what you done did Got sent up for an eight-year bid Now your manhood is took and you're a tag. Spend the next two years as an undercover fact being used and abused to serve like hell To one day you was found hung dead in a cell but now your eyes sing the sad sad song of how you live so fast and die so young so don't push me cause I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes it makes me wonder how i keep from going under <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes it makes me wonder how i keep from going under
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's just changing like, i think because of the closure of a lot of places it just seems
1: like yeah things are changing um and yeah, i think it's, it's like people people find the way you know, so I mean it's like um like the Ink Spot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that sort of comes to form. I think that's what you'll find happening more is like places like like the Ink Spot, you know, sort of putting nights on and then you will get like Community Centre, they they put nights on in Kutaze Community Centre, places like that. So that people will find a way. If there's a space. It's like yeah. uh this is, oh, I can't remember the name of it now, but there's a space in there's place in um in C in by Gassy Jacks. All oh, right. okay, yeah. Oh, what's it called? Down in Studentville. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called now. But they had no. um like the Hold Up, which were like who put on hip hop nights. Like they used to have a night in the moon years yeah. ago. You know, they've done bits and pieces here and there. They had a radio show, but they put on um they did the That Kids who's uh, signed to High Focus Records. Mhm. He's like uk artists his album he had like all these american artists on there and stuff as well um i think he's was, he was part of um split profits okay in bristol but he had his launch party for his album he added like one in bristol one in cardiff uh i think he had what and then another two i think he you had know, something like that but they did that um locos i think it was something like that But they had the the okay. the, the launch party there you know it's, it's yeah instead of like finding a venue in town they yeah. had it there so i think it's it's like jurassic park you it life finds a way sort of thing like
0: yeah yeah definitely
1: <laughs> but yeah it's the scenes there and we will if we want to perform we want to dj out there's places that are gonna sort of uh be found and yeah, we'll I mean, do it you know yeah, definitely. it's a shame that it's not that, like I said, like the ten feet talls and the 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 buffaloes and the goodyhoos and all that—they're closing down. But we just sort of branching out, yeah, morph and just carry on. Awesome, man. Well, I think that's a pretty good
0: place to stop. But before you go, I do have to ask because I've asked everyone, but three tracks from you, three of your favourite tracks, probably one past, one present, and one possible future. Because right. what I'll try and do is I'll mix in a bit. So, uh, but
1: yeah, but i have to ask
0: uh, three I know it's going to be right. hard. That's
1: all right. And as long as it's free. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. No. Because <laughs> I'm no good at the top fives and stuff. And the thing is, I think, like, they always change anyway. Apart from my, my past ones, i never going to change. Um, my past one is, like, Eric as president, as I said before. It, that's the one that sort of kick-started me into all of this. So, yeah. and that's my favourite record of all time. So, yeah, Beard's President is my is my past. Uh, Present, who am I listening to at the moment? Um, I really like D Smoke at the moment. Okay, He's a US artist. He's got a track called No Commas out. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I like him. He's more of a. He sounds a little bit like J Cole, but not as sort of boring. Okay, I <laughs> well, I'm going to get craft with J. Cole, Cole slander, but I I I find J. Cole quite boring. Um, That's right, each of their own. I, yeah, I've never listened. My to I, Steph, I, me honestly. and my daughter have had arguments about J. Cole so many times because she loves <laughs> him, but like, mm, I just find him quite boring. But I I do like D, D Smoke, yeah, D Smoke at the moment. Um, and then Future, um, who am I looking forward to hearing from? Hmm. I don't know whether they should say, but uh, do you know what? Just, just, anything, Effort, right? just I, if there's right. something
0: that, you know, that you've, you've heard or you've heard a little bit of something, you know. Right.
1: Well, me and my mate Chrissy, Chrissy Jenkins, we've over the years, we've always been talking about doing stuff together, working on the project and stuff. So uh, we are going to be coming out with something pretty soon hopefully sometime before the summer um me and him are going into the production team name of that do tricks um and we're working with um an artist at the moment and she's awesome um she raps she sings she has her own very unique style she's 17 years old she's dope as hell so um yeah, we're working with her at the moment. I, that's about all I can say about it. No, honest. no, man. Gee, <laughs> like, that's, I'm, I'm but,
0: more than grateful for that, yeah, man. That's like, but,
1: yeah, so... Because yeah. I, I stopped production... Like, I, I, In I, 2007 was the last thing I produced. And that was for this artist um, called L Train. Uh, he's from Buffalo, New York. And that was the last thing I ever produced. Um, I had a manager in London, and stuff, and I was signed to Three Six Five Artists Production Company. Um, yeah, I think I saw some bas- photos on your Facebook. Yeah, earlier, and it's bas- basically yeah. I, it's just the whole industry. I just yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <fine. Yeah, laughs> It's just yeah. like so. I gave well, it all. I gave it all up, and yeah, I, I we'll, haven't we'll produced anything since then. And then now I've been sort of. My, my brother's been going on at me to get back into it again. Like Chrissy's, like so yeah. I'll hopefully this year I'll be back up and running again, and s- some part of awesome. I'm well, asking you found
0: something out. to light that fire again, you know, yeah. and something to get you back into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and
0: that's I saw I go see. well. Definitely, you heard it here first, man. That's like a definite <laughs> first for me. So uh, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be sending this one off to uh, BBC. I think so <laughs> like, hey, guess what I've got? I got an exclusive. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so hopefully this year. You now, and obviously I'm still DJing and stuff, but yeah, like you know, it's like Disco Motel, Pepp- Peppermint, Peppermint. So Peppermints more the urban, Disco Motel is just like music I grew up on. So yeah, is Disco Motel still in the tram shed, or does it? Is it oh, we do it the around? tram. The tram shed is just the New Year's Eve ones. Oh, okay. Um, we sold out the last two. We've done we've done it three times now. The first one is like eighty percent sold out. Yeah, well, eighty to ninety percent sold out. Sec, and then the second one sold out completely. Third one sold out completely. Um, but we do it in um, Club Bar, which Next one's, t- I don't know, I don't know when this is going out, but the next one's twenty first of February. What's that? So yeah, nine days. Yeah, I, I doubt I will get out by then. But no, uh, <laughs> no, but no, I don't worry about it. But um, this once every month anyway. We do it in there, and then, pe- and yeah. peppermint on there. Um couple of fridays and a couple of saturdays a month so yeah, yeah
0: no I, I keep meaning to try and get out to disco motel man but it's sort of like always something else yeah, gets yeah. in the way and i'm like it's funny oh. it started
1: out it was like very studenty yeah but now it's, it's a cross-section i think it's because of we were doing the tram new year's eve as well and a lot of people are like oh it's is an actual night so i'm enjoying it i can yeah, go out yeah. and listen to music i used to listen to when i was younger and stuff so you get like people my age and like all the way down to students and stuff yeah so. especially with flares closing <laughs> yeah but then uh, but um yeah so awesome I'm man still out radio show just whatever guest spots supporting artists anything but yeah I'm I'm out there
0: you know that's amazing man thanks so much for coming in today though Jaff I really no problem, appreciate mate. it man and it's always good to hear about things like back in the day how things have changed and You know, like, as he said throughout this interview, um, you know, if you've got your mind to it and there's a group of you like-minded people or whatever, then get yourselves together. Get out there. Do something about it. I mean, that's where I've fallen down personally. But, yeah, yeah, man, just if you've got an idea and you think you can run with it, then do it. Um, And you can always look Jaffa up on Facebook, you know, drop him a a line. Or, as he's mentioned as well, Dregs, um, Jason Camilleri, who runs Radio Platform down... Um, in the Wales Millennium Centre. Uh, if you're, I think it's 18 or 16 to 25, I think is theirs, but I know that he'd always be open for advice or, or anything like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. spoken to him myself, you know? just And even like,
1: like, you know, the studios as well, like I was saying, I like play at those studios, um, It's Jamie, who runs that, you know, there's a lot of people I know go through there, hit them up for advice, or just yeah, book studio time, I like, like a Stagger as well. There's all these resources out there, you know? So. Yeah.
0: And definitely, and you can always hit me up as well. You know, we've got fatwelshi at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, if, it's, if I can put you in touch with people, then yeah, not a problem. But uh, yeah, thanks again for coming in today, Jeff. Really appreciate no problem, it, mate. Man. Take care.
3: You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge.
7: make my snaps. If not from the records from jacking across, just like burglary. The definition is jacking. But when illegally armed, it's called packing. Shoot a motherfucker in a minute. i find a good piece of pussy, and you're offended. So if you had a show in the front
4: It's coming
1: straight
2: out of Compton It's a brother that to-